is Dr. Schroeder. This has been a long time coming. We have been working on this relentlessly, talking to people about, hey, we're going to have a podcast coming out, but it's actually happening. We didn't lie, I promise. Uh, this took us, took us a little bit to get here, but we're going to give a little bit of a different um, beginning to this video because it is our first one. We're going to give you guys a little bit of background on ourselves. So uh, Shane and I are pretty much lifelong friends, yeah. and then Tucker and I probably are now, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say so. Yeah. He's pretty cool. Um, but we all play college football together as well. So um, now we're just guys that drink bourbon and old guys enjoy talking about bourbon. Drink and bourbon. Guys and who love bourbon. So watch football. Drink bourbon. But no, we were seriously though, we have a love for this. Um, and this is something that we're passionate about. It's kind of a side passion project for us and right. something we're going to continue to grow and to do. Um, and before we really get rolling, I'd like to give a shout out to uh, Mr. Aaron Rothke. We are here at uh, Happy Hour Bar and Liquor Store. There's a ton of store picks here. There's the selections unbelievable. At some point, we'll post some stuff in here to show you guys. But I just want to give a thank you to Aaron yeah. for letting him, uh, or excuse me, letting us use this space. For sure, definitely a place that you guys could come and check out if it's something. If bourbon is something that you're new to and you kind of want to taste something, you guys don't want to get into something that maybe is too expensive or whatever. It's just a great place to come and taste some bourbon. Sure. So yeah, this is down here, out. down here in Nicholsville, Kentucky. That's right. Um, just south of Lexington. So yeah, um, if you find yourself in Lexington or Nicholsville right. or anywhere in the surrounding areas, yeah. uh, we couldn't recommend this place enough. Yeah, not too uh, far of a drive. We've tried quite a few All bourbons here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the yeah. tasting bar, which is where we're actually seated right now, it's a kind of off of the actual liquor store. Um, it's it's great. I mean, they have awesome. anytime yeah. we have something that we might want to try. Uh, yeah. They have it here. They also have all their store picks here that yeah. you can try. Right. Um, they also have some store picks that you can no longer get, right. which is bittersweet when you do try them. I know. It's so the, good. It's the worst and the best. But, um, yeah, we, we couldn't recommend this place enough, and we're very thankful to uh, to find a home for, for yeah. uh, the Three Kings Bourbon Podcast. That's right. So. Well, speaking of tasting bourbon, I don't know about you gentlemen, but I like to taste a little bourbon right now. Yes, so sir. I'd say we go ahead and... Uh, we're going to kind of explain this process because you'll you'll see us do this continuously. We'll kind of give you an idea of how we're going to rank this. So we're going to rank the nose, we're going to rank um, the palate, and we're going to rank the finish. Give you a little bit of information on these bottles and just kind of give our feedback. We all have a little bit of a unique palate, I'd say. We taste a lot of bourbon, and yeah. sometimes we completely agree, sometimes we completely disagree. So yeah, this it's very be, rare yeah. we all agree. What we <laughs> do is, yeah, it's, so, it's serious. Without further ado, Tucker, you want to introduce our, yeah, our so bottle today, today? So today we're, uh, we're reviewing Copper and Kings. Uh, they produced this in Louisville, Kentucky. It is a blend of bourbons, uh, undisclosed where these are blended from. I've heard some stuff. Um, what'd you hear? I heard some stuff. I don't know if I'm supposed to say this. I will say this much because I actually don't know. We'll just say the rumor. At least. Yeah. Okay. Well, five, 10 and 15 year blends. I, I have heard that. And I think that is public knowledge. Yeah. As far as where they're sourced from, I think the 15 year might be Heaven Hill. The 10 year I heard was Bardstown and the five, I don't remember, mm. which I would think that the five was Bardstown. Maybe, but they've got some older stuff now. Right. Yeah. Um, they've been sitting on some stuff for a while. So, uh, anyway, it's really interesting. So, they five, 10, 15 year blend, and then, and, then it, and then it gets finished in American apple brandy barrels, which, from my understanding, is what Copper and Kings is known for originally. Um, okay. From what I was, from the research I was doing, uh, or that brand at least. Sure. So, it's their own apple brandy cask. Okay. Apple brandy. Um, that they have Super taken that blend and put them in for a finishing. So, as far as the actual finish goes, I'm not sure how long they finished. Yeah, uh, that what's, is. What's the proof on it, Tuck? It is sitting right at 111. 111. So, 111. Um, pretty stout proof right. um, for a finished bourbon. Don't get that all the time. Um, probably, I mean, it's in the name. 
probably yeah. leaning towards more towards some apple notes here. So for sure, I bet we get a little. Get and right we're gonna that. rank these on crowns. So we're gonna keep the royalty. We're the three kings. We're gonna give you crowns out of five. So we'll roughly rank the three that I mentioned earlier, and then at the end we're gonna give an overall one score. Crowns out of five. Nothing, nothing that's added up. It's just simply what we think about the bourbon. Yeah. Correct. Into the nose. It's almost. You said apple. One was gonna like apple cider ish yeah. kind of deal there. Um, like there's a little bit of spice to that apple. Definitely picking up some like fall vibes. Yeah. I feel like this is something for the nose that kind of, you know, sits right where you know it's October what first. I think it's something yeah. that's great. You know, great smell. Yeah, I think what jumps out of the glass. I like that nose. What I, jumps out of the glass for me is definitely just like a um, like a baked apple pie. I something, yeah, absolutely. Something like that. I know it, it seems pretty like the easy answer with the uh, yeah. apple finish, but it's kind I mean, of a cheated answer. But it's de- true. Definitely, you like. get like a big apple pie. Yeah. What I like, um, which we've had this in a few other you know store picks. The most notable one is that Buffalo Trace store pick you have from Arizona. Yeah. Sure. Sometimes we yeah. get. Sometimes we can get like a more of a candy sour right. apple on some bourbons. Definitely this, got some green. I'm apple getting more. There. I'm getting more of like that green apple, but it's not in the candy. It's more of like a caramelized, like yeah. cooked agree. down apple. I, I definitely feel like it's like the just like you said, kind of tailing off what you said, but the caramelization of the apple. Right. You know, mm-hmm. that's kind of getting. That's a lot of that wood sugars and stuff that we're getting. Brown sugar, yeah, nutmeg, exactly, and really woody as well. Yeah, I'm getting some woody vibes. So let's go ahead and rank this thing, fellas. Yes. I don't know about you all, but I mean, I'm really enjoying this nose. This is why we're spending so much time on particularly sure. the smell here. I mean, this is it's not super complex on the nose. It's not, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, I'm enjoying it for what it is. I almost just took a sip. My almost mind. took a sip. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. For we'll that get to that soon. So let's go ahead and rank. What do you, what do you got on the nose? That out, me, out of five crowns. Definitely. Um, it's a finished bourbon, right? So like we know it's a going to be an apple forward nose. Sure. Um, if you're looking for maybe traditional bourbon notes. Probably not going to get a lot of that in this. Right. Um, for as far as a nose goes, it's definitely super pleasant. Um, I agree. I think this is a word I always use a lot when we're thinking about bourbons. I do think it is one-dimensional though. Like it's it's that it is, app, it's that big I agree. apple. Right. And I'm not mad about it though. I'm not mad about it, but the complexity of it I think lacks yeah. for me. I so, think maybe you know that apple forwardness is what they're they're looking for. Definitely, definitely. I think I'm leaning towards like a three-one. 3-1, really. I'll be honest. So, like I said, um, where it's not necessarily complex nose, I'm not mad about that, though. Um, so, I'm going to rank it a little higher than you, Tucker. Roughly in the three and a half. Yeah. Three and a half crowns out of five, roughly, somewhere um, around there. For me, I feel like for what they did, um, they, they achieved what they were going for. I agree. Um, and I think that it's a pleasant nose. So I'm sitting right around where you're at. All right, so, I think I'm going to give sure. it 3.7 crowns. Um, yeah, I think that that's a good score. it's really hitting on all levels of probably what they wanted. Um, it's not something that's super complex, but it's something that I enjoy, and I know that these guys are enjoying it as well. Sure. So I, I definitely give it a 3.7. It's pretty good score. Hey, let's go and take a sip, man. I, so. I can't wait any longer. Let's go and take a sip. It. It's been sitting out for about 15 minutes, um, so it's you know it's opened up a little bit. And honestly, I mean, I'm, I'm not really getting any vapor off that. I'm not getting any ethanol off this, which is great um, for this being a higher proof. So um, you haven't had it yet, right? This I've is your not. first time. So Bryce and I have cheated. A little bit. I have, I, uh, me and my wife, we were at a dinner the other night. I saw it on the bar because this has been kind of recently circling around in our area. Correct. Um, it came up on the shelves. Actually, <laughs> when, when you had your surgery and your mouth surgery, <laughs> we went to, we went to a liquor bar and local liquor store here. Is that what I bought? 
You didn't buy it then. <laughs> okay. We were there. <laughs> that would have been crazy. We were there, and we were like, what is that? At Copper Kings? And I was kind of like, ah, oh, it's probably just some young Yeah, whatever. Source, but it is not that at all. Um, I'll tell you what, that's good, man. It's good. That's a good that's bottle. Good. That's a good bottle. It's good. Um, but we have we have had this before, so I do kind of know. I'm just playing. I didn't even say I didn't even think <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm sorry. I do kind of. I was. I do kind of know, or we do. Kinda, we do kind of know what it's it's going to present to us a little bit, um, but it's. I mean, first sip impression. Dude, this is good, man. Good. I mean, I mean, normally, and I. Most of the time, I'm going to try my bourbon neat. That's what I like to do. But I will put an ice cube on there. To be honest with you, this one in particular, I like this so yeah. well neat. I don't really want to put any ice. And you like splashing water in yours quite a bit. Too, um, sometimes. I used to when I first got started. Okay. For those that don't know, uh, drinking your bourbon neat is just meaning that you're pouring it straight from the bottle. Um, you're you're no not ice. cutting it at all. There's no yeah. ice. There's no water. There's no anything at all. You're drinking it straight from the bottle. So just kind of get into what Bryce is talking about. But, yes, I did used to drink my bourbons with a splash of water. I kind of cut that out as my palate has gotten more diverse. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely getting some good notes on this. Dude, this is, uh, I'm definitely getting getting uh, that apple still. I mean, that's that's the obvious choice. I'm trying to uncover what that, there's like a second layer that's hitting me and I'm trying to figure yeah. out what it is right now. It's I, think, almost, I think what's sticking out to me, obviously apple. Yeah. Um, and honestly, the apple I'm getting on the palate in comparison to the nose yeah. is more of that candy-ish apple. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Sweeter apple. That's what it is for me. Um, very good. Yeah. And that could be some of the some of that youthful part of the blend maybe showing sure. out a little bit. Um, I think when you uncover it a little bit more, I think you definitely get some really great sweet oak notes. Yeah. I think some of that bourbon is shining through. Um, the overarching flavor, though, is apple. Like, definitely. Yeah. Sure. But one thing I'll say, though, it's delicious. Yeah. Um, it's very crushable. Like, I can oh, sit yeah. here and drink this. Like, if, we were drinkable drink, bottle. if we were watching some fights or doing whatever, yeah, I can sit there sure. and drink yeah. this all night and be very happy. And I'll tell you what, you know, for us, we're, we're probably proof hounds more than most people. I mean, right. so we, I mean, we climb the ranks on the proof. Right, right. But I feel like 111, this 111, if you're a bourbon drinker, this should be approachable for you in general. Um, even yeah. if you're like, ah, no, you know, I typically stay in the 90s or low 100s, I really think this 111 proof yeah. sits right where. This would be one if somebody wanted to drop yeah. some ice in it. Um, Correct. I'll tell you what, this would be great in just early palate. Yeah. I mean, this would be an awesome cocktail, like old fashioned. fashioned. And this would be. So, yeah. For palette, me, palate wise, yeah. just I'm going to get it out of the yeah, way. Yeah, go ahead. Liking the palate a lot better than the nose. Um, get that big apple punch and then that sweet sure. oak, which is something that I definitely am enjoying. So, I'm definitely bumping That's it up good, there. Yeah. I'm going more 3 8 on the palate. So, so uh, as Tucker mentioned, we accidentally cheated and accidentally opened this bottle first. So, um, I've had this before, but since this has been open, this bottle has changed for me in the most positive way. I had it as um, a fresh crack. It's good. So it's really yeah, exactly. I had it a fresh crack as well, first time. Um, but this right here, man, I'll be honest. It's close to I'm not gonna lie, man. We're, it's not a four. It's not four yeah, pounds. I'm not giving it that. I was gonna say that. But we're close to it. So high threes, three eight, somewhere around there, roughly. Crowns um, out of five. I was thinking that I was gonna get more of a tardiness flavor out of it. Um, it's more sweet apple. Um, okay. and I definitely like that. Um, for sure, some like woodiness. Um, I definitely think that they got what they were looking for. But for me, for where I was picking up so much apple and so much like apple pie type mm-hmm. smells from the nose, um, I thought the flavor would shine through just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't as pungent as, as I thought it would be. So I think I'm sitting right at around like three two. Yeah. Okay. Three, two. Yeah. Um, and like right into the finish. Sure. Um, I think me personally. Uh, Nose, 
average at best. Palette, great. Gives me everything Ooh, I average want. Average at best is crazy. Go ahead. For the nose? Yeah, man. I, but it's above average. You think, I feel like it's above if, average. If you think about complexity-wise. I agree with that. I agree with that. So, but I feel like they're getting what they tried to get, though. That's fair. That's that's the thing. I think that's the goal fair. is accomplished. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just, no, no, no. Yeah. You're right. Um, I think as far as palette goes, definitely getting a lot out of it. Very crushable. Mm-hmm. Um, very good, obviously. I do think with it being kind of that one-dimensional bourbon, the finished lacks. Um, you get a lot up front with that apple, mm-hmm. that sweet oak in the mid palate, um, and all. it's almost so crushable that in that 111 proof, yeah, does isn't as um, I guess lingering as you would think it would be. I um, agree. So I think I, I think overall finish wise, I'm just keeping it average. I'm keeping it at three five. Um, not okay. just jumping into my there. score yeah. there, but well, I'm gonna go ahead. And, I'm gonna go ahead and do the same. Um, I agree with you on that. It's it's. It's lingering for me. I'll be honest. Some of the finish is slightly bitter that I don't care for. Mm. There's, I don't get that at the front. I don't get that in mid palate. But something on that finish, and, and I don't hate it. It's almost like a positive bitter flavor. It's just weird. It yeah. just kind of changes for me just a little bit on that finish. Um, I think it lingers for me maybe a little longer than you probably are feeling. But yeah. I see what you mean. It almost like mm-hmm. evaporates right, right in the back. And um, for that, I'm gonna I'm gonna go finish wise. I'm gonna go a little bit lower than you, roughly. Three to five mm-hmm. crown, somewhere around that range. Yeah. Um, gotcha. I feel like for me, it's not something. I feel like I am getting some of the bitter notes. I think sure. maybe it could be like some of those baking spices. Um, for yeah. me, uh, could be. Um, and by that, I mean maybe like nutmeg, cinnamon, something kind of like that. Just kind of like what I'm picking up with the apple pie type mm-hmm. flavors or, or whatever. Um, I don't feel like it's a finish that completely dissipates. I feel like it kind of lingers a little bit. Yeah. But I also don't feel like the complexity of the bourbon changes throughout the finish. I feel like it stays kind of what it is. Um, I would like maybe a little more flavor to come out, but sure. not necessarily any for me. Um, so I'm going to kind of sit close to you guys. I'm going to sit at like a 3.3 three crowns. Okay. I think 3.3 crowns for me. On the well, I guess we got to rank it all the way. Let me take yeah. another sip, and I'll give this an overall score, and you gentlemen do the same. But I need, yeah. I need another one to – to really let this settle in um, and see what I feel, man. So one thing going back and forth. So I think this is a good segue too. um, As we get to our final rankings, uh, we will have a website coming out. We do plan to include our final rankings of the bourbons that we, for sure, that we review. So um, these final rankings, uh, once we say them on the video, we'll also do like a slight write up saying what we think of each bottle. Absolutely. Um, So this is kind of like our segue. We might eventually be able to clip it to that stuff, but we'll sure, see. We'll try to. Uh, be on the lookout for our socials. Um, those are all coming. Um, if, you're watching this video, too. if you're watching this yeah, video, please. If you're watching please. this video, socials are probably ready. So probably ready. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they will be ready to roll. Thinking yeah. about it. So, um, but yeah, uh, final ranking final for ranking. me on the Copper and Kings. Uh, it's it's good. It's it definitely is good. good. It's very crushable. Um, I think if. I think we already alluded to it. If we're sitting around drinking, having a good time, and you have one bottle, and this is your only bottle you have, you're gonna you're gonna have a good time. You're gonna right. enjoy it. I don't necessarily believe it's something you need to like run out and you gotta go get right. Like I definitely feel like not jumping off um, the If you're hesitant on finishes, yeah. I would try it before you buy it. If you like apple, I sure. would buy it. I would say right. this is a this is a buy if you're an apple person. Um, with that being said, I'm gonna stay. Just slightly under um, that three five. I'm gonna be three four on the Copper and Kings. I think it's very good, very crushable. Yeah. Um, this is definitely, like I said, definitely something I would like. So 
Um, okay. But I, it's just there's some things that lack for me. Sure. So I can't put it up over that. It's funny because we literally started this off saying a lot of times we don't agree on all this stuff. Man, but I'll I, tell I, you I what, with, the, with this bottle being in again, uh, it, it is a blend and we've got a finish on it, but it's still fairly one-dimensional right. uh, on the nose to me. And the palate, like I said, I get a little bit of a switch from the front to the end. Um, but, you know, like you said, I like it for what it is. I like it. Our price point's not terrible on this either. It was like 60, 65, somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, which is which is good for you know the blend with the age statements that we have in here right. um, and the secondary finish and all that. Say so all that to say, price point considered, everything else, um, I'm gonna be right where you are, Tucker. Honestly, I, I really was gonna try to give a different number just for this. Actually, you know what I'll do? Three point three nine crowns. <laughs> just because I, don't, I can't do the exact same 3. thing, but but realistically, yeah. I'm right around where you're at. And okay. I think I think I know what Shane's gonna say. So. Um, um, Let's I see. actually hate that we started this episode off by saying that we all <laughs> disagree. Don't ever agree super unique on anything, yeah. Um, because this is one of those cases where we I do. think I think that this bottle is well rounded out, and I do think mm-hmm. that it's something that is very approachable. Um, so I, I'm definitely before Tucker even started, I was thinking three, four. Um, mm-hmm. I do think for me, for as where the price point sits, I would like to come down just a little bit. I'm going to sit at 3-2. I do feel like it's something that's super approachable, um, but maybe not be something that a uh, someone who's not an everyday drinker could go out and buy. So I'm going to sit at a 3-2. So I I think think that point makes sense. I mean, like you said, I mean, if if you're a guy or a girl that has a lot of bourbon at your house and you're like, I just want something a little different, you know, and you want to get some of those apple notes and you don't really have anything with that profile – I'd say go get this bottle. It's right. worth it. It's definitely worth but it. But, yeah, I'm, and then like you said, though, I wouldn't say, hey, everybody go flood the stores to find it. But if you see it and those are, you know, some of the notes that you like and you've got a lot of other stuff, pick it up. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's challenging to the palate it's just for the simple fact that it's a little different with that finish. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily challenging because of the complexity. Yeah, we try so many finishes nowadays. Like God, the finishes are all finished. over the place. Which <laughs> it's obviously that's a very popular yeah, way sure. to, to elevate your bourbon. Yeah. Elevate or... Maybe it's a not way making it good, but it's a way to differentiate yourself. Yeah. You know, it's it's really hard to compete against the Buffalo Traces mm-hmm. and, and yeah. the Bardstown Bourbon. So I mean, differentiating yourself, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think yeah. that's great. I think it's something that they did well. I think they had a, a approach that they wanted to achieve, and I mm-hmm. think they achieved it pretty good. I think as far as finishes go, uh, this is one that if you picked it up, you're not going to be lacking no. on as far as like the flavor. If you're a bourbon drinker and you yes. like bourbon. And you go for your, you do want to try a finish. This one's not going to disappoint because you get enough bourbon, or you know, like just a typical whiskey flavors yeah. in it that yeah. you won't be disappointed. I'd so agree. right, right for sure. All right, well that that rounds up um, our our tasting for today. Uh, we're going to be moving into a section of our show called the King's Court. So in the King's Court, we're going to be talking about all kinds of different things. Um, but I mean, let's get right into it. In Kentucky, we just legalized sports betting. Mm -hmm. Um, Super big story for us. Um, Something that all three of us um, (laughs) have partaked in uh, since Thursday um, or since the 28th. Yeah. Uh, So I definitely think that's a big topic. So what what do you guys think about the sports betting in Kentucky? (laughs) I think for the state of Kentucky, I'll I'll go from from an outsider's perspective. You guys are are from? from, Being from Orlando, Florida. You're a Kentucky boy uh, now. (laughs) These two, these two are, are from Lexington, so they, they are the native. Uh, I was gracefully accepted in Kentucky. Um, 
So I, I think the running joke is now that I am a Kentucky boy, I don't know if I would, I don't know if I'll call myself that. But You got on boots. Um, yeah, I, I didn't buy my first pair of boots until I got All Kentucky, right, dude. So. It's right of passage, bro. Um, Shout out to Tacovas, man. Yeah. As far as. <laughs> We're not sponsored. <laughs> We're not sponsored, but. <laughs> Please. Yes. If you want to. Great, um, great stuff. <laughs> yeah. I think as far as uh, for the Commonwealth goes of, of Kentucky, uh, I think it's a great thing. Um, mm-hmm. You see a lot of uh, certain areas that could benefit from the the actual tax. Uh, I agree. Implications that this could right. do for the yeah. state. Um, so I think overall, like it's another entertainment aspect yeah. um, that could benefit the state of Kentucky, and it's fun. Like yeah, it's, it's just mean, pure fun. Where's fun. the other thing about it? I mean, people. I think the state we were just bleeding out, losing money because people go right over the river, right into Indiana. I did it myself. As soon as you go, exactly. Literally, if you really think Literally. about it, though, and, and then I just every got back single to the, state surrounding Kentucky exactly. has was legalized. I yeah, just so. went to Nashville, saw one, one of my buddies, and I, as soon as I cross, you know, go into Tennessee, I'm like, all this money that you know could be profiting, the state could be profiting from, we're just now getting hold of. So, right. say this to say, I'm glad they're doing it now. Glad it's a thing now. Um, but I think it's a lot of fun. I mean. And, uh, you know, you've been able to do things like prize picks, like player right, prop bets right. and there's, stuff the whole time. There's avenues that you There's avenues take. that you've already been able to do. So it made total sense for us to go ahead and do full sports betting now that we're able to do that. I right. think it's, yeah. it's right. been great for me. I won, you know, a little bit of money yesterday. I think we, we all won. So we, all, actually, we all did. We've, yeah, all did so. we've all done okay on our first few bets yeah. um, as it's opened up into, uh, like, the public domain here. So it started off originally, like, you're – it's – from my understanding, it's through the, the the horse commission or the horse betting. Something like that. I believe, that. So. I believe I think so. it's like I think it has to. Because you go can bet in person. Because you can bet in person at like Red Mile. Right. You know. So. I think the biggest hurdle for Kentucky was the horse betting. I mean, most um, definitely. Which I mean, as it should be, they are definitely mm-hmm. horse capital of the world. Right. So, um, but I think overall, it's been very fruitful. Uh, I think in, the, fr- in the opening, I will say, as you're driving through Lexington, like on on Manowar or or any of these other uh, places, you look at these billboards. All every single billboard now is for all these betting websites. Yeah. FanDuel, I mean, and then all the promos, promos are, are crazy. Promos are crazy. Promos are crazy because everybody's yeah. trying to get us on these books. Little do they know, I was going to be on them with no promos. But yeah, I mean, we. I think. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I was going to do it anyway. We've so. all taken advantage of all the promos. Yeah. I mean, it's it's been good. It's been great. But shout out to Governor Andy Bashir for getting that deal done. Man. Yeah, hey, I, I think I think he should run Appreciate for president it. in 2028. I mean, I think. Thank you, Will. I think he'd be a great candidate. I think he's done fantastic he, for the know, state of Kentucky. I don't know if he would be necessarily like ready to do that in 2020. I tell I think, you what, I think he did really well he in did. the state of Kentucky. He did. Now that Especially he's brought me sports COVID. betting, I don't care, man. Whoever did that, he I'll got vote your for vote. <laughs> <laughs> whoever whoever made that happen, I don't care who is it. I'll do it. But uh, but yeah, man, I think it's I think it's a good thing, like we said. And um, now we're not losing money to other states that are around us. Yeah. And the other thing is, and this actually spins back into bourbon a little bit. As far as I know, currently right now, Kentucky is still the only state that's taxing per barrel per year mm. on uh, on aging. So that's incentivizing people to make bourbon in other states because there is they don't have those taxes. Right. Well, I say that to say this. I've heard that that may be going away. There's talks about that. I don't know that, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I've heard that that may be going away. And we're, that would, you know, that's millions of dollars that um, support school systems, roads, things like that, that are just Gone. See, so the way that they're going to lack make up for that, in my opinion, I think sports betting maybe has something to do with that, mm-hmm. um, because now you're getting revenue source from betting. It could be twofold, where yeah. whereas you're kind of kind of what you alluded to in the beginning, mm-hmm. where you're seeing people decide to do their their barreling and, and bottling whatever out, outside of Kentucky, 
maybe you get people who are like more apt to doing it in Kentucky are like, you know what, now that that's something that's gone, that that's something that I want to do. Exactly. You know, maybe, yeah. you know, maybe people are going to be more apt to buy real estate in Kentucky where they can, they can do whatever they want they to do. They can age your burden here. Um, so I feel like it could be twofold. It definitely, in the short run, I think that we would definitely see like a loss. But I feel like long run, I think people are, People are going to come to Kentucky for bourbon. It's yeah, it is, it is, it is yeah. the hub. It is the happen. place. If you say that there's anywhere else, you're wrong. It's Kentucky. <laughs> Sorry, but um, yeah, I think I think that it could it could go both ways. Yeah. I think one thing that is maybe slightly concerning though with with sports betting, unfortunately, Kentucky in certain areas of Kentucky uh, does have addictive personalities for sure. So that's that is one thing that I was interested to see how. Um, eventually down the line that that goes you think of like the counties over in eastern kentucky or, or south kentucky um some of those areas are aren't you know the best sure as far as economic, economically yeah like, goes. so yeah. um that is Very slightly true. concerning <laughs> however do the tax benefits outweigh those type of things i hope so so yeah we'll I, see. I mean i think it will i mean it's just here's the thing about it and this is this is a whole nother rabbit hole this is but if you really want to do something enough you're going to find a way to do it People have been on illegal books, yeah. or they'll go, you know, go south to Tennessee, or they'll go to. So my whole thing is, I'm like, if you're gonna bet, if they want to do it. They're gonna. If you want to bet, you're gonna bet. Yeah. You're gonna find a way. Like I said, and we have things like prize picks and stuff like that. Yes, this makes it easier. This makes it a bigger deal. But I also think that a majority of the people that have an issue with it or will or yeah. would, um, they've already yeah. already were subject to that anyway. But with that to say, if you do have a gambling problem, please reach out. And get out to the and send us the number because <laughs> because we might be early we might be early onset early <laughs> onset I tell you what as long as I'm winning as long as I'm happy We're bills good. are paid yeah. I'm good I'm ready to go yeah I think I think it's all in moderation yeah. especially like for just us, like drinking. Like, just yeah. it's all moderation, all man. Moderation. It's all about a good, clean fun. Oh. Um, and you know, with that, we're gonna wrap up. We've been babbling on, but that's the point of the King's Court. Yes, we like bourbon. Yes, we're gonna review this stuff. Uh, yes, but we we're like we like it. We are too. people, and we're gonna talk about something different. You know, in this in this uh, uh, you know in this section every time. Um, and with that, we're gonna sign off. And thank you so much for watching the very first Three Kings Bourbon Podcast. There's gonna be many more followed. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. King's Bourbon wishes you to drink like a king, but to act like one also. Please drink safely and responsibly.